is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, 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 everybody. So what is the difference between a coach and a therapist? Why are we talking about this? Well, I just graduated from Elementum Coaching Institute. Uh, We have a link in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Such an amazing program. And I thought I knew the difference between a coach and either a therapist or a counselor. That's a word some people use. Psychologist, you know, is a therapist with a psychology degree. Then you've got the therapists who have a PhD in psychology, and so they would be like a doctor of psychology. I'm not going to try and unravel all of that, but I am going to talk to you about the difference between a coach and a therapist and why I recommend everyone have a coach. Now, so you know ahead of time, this is not a a subtle lead-in to then sell you a course because I'm a coach. I have nothing available to anyone, so I'm not selling anything. I am now a certified coach. It feels so good to say that. I just graduated from Elementum Coaching Institute. So you can go to Elementum, E-L-E-M-E-N-T-U-M, ElementumCoachingInstitute.com for inquiries. And you can tell them that I sent you. I don't get anything for sending you. Actually, that's not true. I think if someone actually becomes a student, I get something. But check it out. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But I wanted to talk to you about the difference between a coach and a therapist because I've hired coaches and I've spent so much money on coaches and had such great experiences with coaches. And now I've spent six really intense months learning about coaching and how to be a master coach and understanding very, very clearly now the difference between therapists and coaches and therapists do serve a purpose for sure. And I want to share with you why I think everybody deserves. I'm not going to say should, and I'm not going to say need. You don't need to have a coach. You don't need anything other than love and water and food and air. But do you really need personal development? No, you can stop listening to this podcast right now and have a great life. But we're talking about adding the whipped cream and the sprinkles and the cherry. That's what we talk about on on this podcast, right? We're talking about having an extraordinary life. We're talking about having a life by design, not by default. We're talking about having a life that we can't have if we don't do uncomfortable, messy inner work, looking at our blind spots, looking at ourselves in the mirror, digging deep, but not shaming ourselves. How the hell do you do that? You know what we talk about. You know the drill, because those of you who listen every week, we do this twice a week, week after week. But I've never really talked about coaching with you. I just kind of coach on this podcast, but let's talk about that. Like, what is the difference? 
Well, just like with any profession, there are a lot of people who truly care about people and they call themselves coaches and they truly are doing their very best and probably helping some people. You've got another group of coaches who are just out for money. And I don't think that's the majority, by the way, but they're calling themselves coaches or they got some quick little certification online somewhere and they're trying to make money because their life isn't working in other areas. And they think, oh, well, this will be an easy way. I can just call myself a coach. You've got people who are working their own shit out on you. Let's say that again. That's There are a lot of coaches out there who have not really dug deep within themselves, but it feels good to coach and mentor and perhaps fix other people so they don't have to, quote, fix themselves. And there are a lot of coaches out there like that. There are coaches out there who have the best of intentions and they actually do have experience and they're not out there just overcharging and trying to make money. And they're a level beyond what I just described. However, they've never really, really done the difficult work themselves. Like they've done some work. So they're like a mindset coach. And they're going to tell you that it's all about your mindset, mindset, mindset. Well, that's what I used to say. So no criticism of them, but it sure sounded like criticism, didn't it? No criticism, but it's an observation that a lot of coaches are out there just talking about. You just have to think differently. You know, you'd have to do affirmations. You have to say, I am this and I am that. And I used to say this stuff, by the way. Was I trying to dupe anybody? No, it's because that's all I knew. I believed it. So... Then you've got people who they're coaching people and then they develop this trauma bond with them. And the people who are being coached don't want to break free of mama. And the coach, man or woman, don't want them to break free of mama. And so they keep taking their money and having them on repeat and selling them course after course after course because they're not really helping them have breakthroughs. It's all superficial. And so the people keep coming back and coming back. So can you imagine if it's like many allopathic medical doctors in the United States, patients keep coming to them over and over and over and they never really get better. They just try a new tool. How about we're going to try this drug? How about we try this drug? You know, how about we do this? How about we do that? And you never really get better. And then one day you find a holistic integrative practitioner who looks at the core and the root cause, and then they change your life. Have you ever had that happen? Do you want that to happen? That's why you need a coach. So what's the difference? A coach, again, there are coaches out there who do not buy into or subscribe to, unfortunately, what I'm going to share with you right now. A good coach does. I know that is subjective, but I was just trained by the best in the world who have been trained by the best, best, best of the world. And they have a combined over 50 years experience. And I was in a very intense course for six months. They're now making it nine months because it was so much. But I'm very confident in this statement that an effective coach, whether you call them a life coach or whatever you want to call them, an effective coach believes a few things that you will never hear from a bad coach, but you also won't hear from a therapist because it's just different. So I would say a really good coach, as opposed to most coaches, it's like a really great organic apple compared to kind of a crappy apple with pesticides that has that beautiful sort of shellac on the outside of it. And it looks better in the grocery store, but the quality isn't there. 
There's that. And then you've got apples compared to a completely different, like not even another fruit. It's like a different whatever. And that would be a therapist. That's how different it is. And by the way, talk therapy does serve a purpose. Therapists do serve a purpose. But there is a disconnect between the therapy world and coaches. And then there is a huge disconnect between the majority of coaches and the type of coach I want you to find. Again, there's nothing to sign up for at the end of this podcast. I don't have anything to sell you. One day, maybe next year, I might start having group coaching, but that's going to be at least a year from now, okay? So this is coming from my heart to you. I truly, truly feel so passionate about this, and I care about you, and I want you to hear it from me. Okay, so a coach believes that you have the power to change and that you really don't need them and that their job is to simply hold space, create safety, a safe space for you, help you process emotions and experiences and past trauma and transmute that so that you can have a new perspective on all of it yourself and you heal yourself. And they believe good coaches, good highly trained coaches want the relationship to end at some point. At some point, they want you to break free of them. They want you to fly the nest. They don't want you to need them. They don't want you to feel that you can't function without them. They don't want you to feel that that you can't make decisions without them. They also don't need you to come and sit in their office or get on a Zoom with them about everything. They're going to give you tools to implement on your own, to do in your own home, to do with your own self to practice with your own family. They're going to talk about nonviolent communication. They're going to talk about the Imago dialogue. They're going to talk about somatic release, breath work. They're going to talk about shifting paradigms. They're going to talk about embodiment. Because once you embody the shift, it's embodied, integrated into your body, you don't need them anymore. You'll probably, and I recommend this, at some point then find another coach and then you're going to dig even deeper or other things will arise. It wasn't that the first coach wasn't able to find those things. It's that you weren't ready. As you sort of clean out the house, you're going to find some things in what you've heard us talk about here. You know, the deep, dark basement, those dirty shit sandwiches you find in the crevices. They will hide and hide and hide until the right time. And maybe it's your third, fourth or fifth coach before you get to them. And it's not, oh, well, Jill finally figured everything out for me. No, all the work you did with the four coaches before me helped peel back the layers and peel back the layers and excavate and lift the veil. And now I come in and I get to show you more. So the coach is going to empower you and they already believe you're empowered before they empower you. You see, a therapist, they're not going to say this to you. It's how they're taught. It's how they're educated. They don't see you that way. They're not going to spend their time peeling back so that you can heal yourself and you can cure yourself. They are the cure. And many times they're just a sounding board and they're just sitting there listening. And they might offer a different perspective, but they're also, this is a huge distinction. They are going to focus, I don't want to say all therapists, by the way. There are so many therapists now who are doing things like EMDR, et cetera. But even that, EMDR isn't the only way, right? There are so many other ways to experience somatic release and to focus on the body. You know, like I did EMDR for months and never once had my PhD 
therapist who I love, by the way, and I so appreciate my time with him, but he never once had me put my hand on my heart and just breathe a little bit. He never once got me in my body. And a really good coach is going to know how to do that and is going to understand the power of soma, somatics. They're going to get that and they're going to implement that and realize it's not just from the neck up. Most of it, 99% of it is in your body. Another distinct difference is that a therapist will never tell you about their personal life. They will never bring themselves into it. That's the professional thing to do. That's what you think and that's what you're taught and that's what my experience was. The difference is a coach isn't going to make it about them, but they're willing to be human in front of you. They're willing to occasionally say things like, you know, I have that experience with my spouse and let me tell you something that worked for me. Or they'll tell you about their childhood. Now, again, they don't make it about them. There's no reason for them to bring themselves into it other than that they feel that it's relevant to do that. And they're also reminding you that they're human. They're not a God sitting across the computer screen. They're not a God sitting across from you or next to you in an office. They're another human who has dedicated a lot of time and focus on their own work, their own journey, their own healing, and they're facilitating yours. They are facilitating yours. They're not doing it for you. Such a big difference. So when you work with a coach, it's just so empowering, knowing they're going to help you figure out what you have within you so that when they're not around, you know what to do when you are triggered. You know what to do when you react instead of respond. You know what to do when you start getting the clenched jaw or that weird tight feeling you get sometimes in your chest or when your neck starts turning red and feels hot, or your ears are burning or ringing, your palms are sweating, or where you jump and you feel startled for no reason when someone just shuts the door, you'll know what to do because they'll show you. They'll, they'll help you understand where it comes from, the feeling. They'll help you identify it and move it through your body. I just reached out to my coach today, and I actually said to her, look, I don't want to coach myself just please coach me on this. This just happened with my daughter and it's super hurtful and I'm really sad. I'm really, really sad is the word I used, sad. And she came on there and she said, Jill, coaching isn't what you need right now. What you need right now from me is compassion. So I'm gonna offer you some compassion. And in a loving tone like this, she said things like, that's gotta be really hard on your mama's heart really hard. I can imagine that's really painful. And then she reminded me, you just need to feel into these feelings. Let yourself cry. Let yourself feel whatever you're feeling right now and move that through you and release it. And then you can have perspective on the situation. I knew that, but I needed her to remind me of that. And I would have had a totally different experience with a therapist. Not a bad experience, just different. And even coaches out there, guys, don't assume that when you see a coach on Instagram or someone tells you, oh, my so-and-so, my coach, don't assume that they understand somatics. Don't assume that they have done any work in somatics. Don't assume that they know how to handle your trauma because many of them don't. So why do really good coaches, I mean, the best coaches, why do they do so much work in and through themselves? One, so they're not a poser, right? They're not pretending to be able to hold space for you. 
what kind of person would take money from other people, take money from clients and suggest things that they've never done themselves? A big faker, that's who. A poser. Someone who's driven by fear and insecurity. But a really good coach will say, you know what? I'm not going to take Jennifer there because I've never gone there myself. I'm going to refer her out to this other coach, but I know how to do this. And a really good coach is always working on herself. She's dug so deep into herself, into the shadows, into the darkness, into the fear stories, into the trauma that she can help you do the same. See, a good coach can only hold space for you, safe, sacred space, when she has done the same for herself. Because if not, think about it. She's going to be full of her own trauma, her own shit. Think about it. Just picture a glass that's full. I can't hold your water when my glass is full. I can't do it. It's the opposite of when we talk about, you know, loving ourselves. We can't, we can't give to others when we have an empty cup, right? This is the opposite. I'm just making it up as I go, but just picture if my cup is full of my own trauma, my own stuff, I haven't transmuted. I haven't processed. I haven't healed. All I've done is mindset work. I've just journaled a little bit and said some affirmations or I took a course somewhere. How am I going to hold you when something really big comes up and you don't even know what's happening in your body? I can't. I won't be able to. We're just going to keep it surface and we're going to talk the talk and I'm going to say all the fancy terms and tell you, go girl and love yourself. And I'm going to put a bunch of cool stuff on Instagram and I'm going to take your money and I'm going to sign you up for courses. But if I have emptied out my own glass or my own bucket, I can really, really, really hold you. Nothing will get to me because I can handle it. I can handle the big emotions. I can handle anything you throw at me. I can handle you telling me I'm a bad coach. I can handle you any conversation. It's not going to face me. It's not going to face me because I've done so much work on me. That's what makes, in my opinion, an excellent coach. You want to go get your hair done and you just want surface? Find anybody. But you really want to change your life and you really want to have the life that you've always dreamed of? Find a coach who's done what I just described. Ask them these questions. Ask them. And if they can't answer, run. Ask the coach, how much money have you spent on your own coaching in the last three years? Tell me about it. Who did you hire? What kind of work did you do? What kind of breakthroughs have you had in your life? Tell me about your life three years ago compared to now. Now, this one's going to surprise you. Ask them, how are your finances? Do not go to a coach who can't make any money. You might say, well, they just started. Okay. Then they'll be honest with you and they'll say, you know what? That's such a good question. I'm so glad you asked me. My finances are, are, are solid. I don't make a lot of money. I don't live in debt. I'm really, really healthy with my money mindset. And I'm positive that I'm going to bring in six figures this year. You see, that's not you judging them based on their bank account. You're looking at their money mindset, their money story. What is their relationship with money? Because that will tell you so much. Ask them if they have been trained in somatics. I personally recommend if you have any trauma on your background, remember, trauma isn't what happens to us. It's our response to anything that happens and the response, our experience feels traumatic, right? That's trauma. But some people have 
big T trauma, as you say. I mean, trauma is trauma, but I mean like some big stuff, even if it was just like their parents getting a divorce. If you have trauma that you know is in there somewhere and you you operate sometimes on a hair trigger or you go into a hole and you shut down, you don't want to talk to people for a week or you cry really easily. Every time a certain song comes on, you always cry instead of being able to enjoy the moment. If you feel like when life isn't crazy and life isn't hectic and busy or even dramatic, you feel bored or numb. You have trauma in your background. If you're someone who gets a lot of tension in your jaw and neck aches and headaches, you know, you bite your nails and you, if you ask the five people closest to you, if you seem to be a little overreactive to things or dramatic, you probably have trauma in your background. I could go on and on, but if you have trauma in your background that you remember or you don't, because remember there are implicit memories and there are explicit memories. Explicit memories are clear memories that you remember. Implicit They were either so traumatic that your brain is hiding them from you to protect you or they happened before you were two years old and your brain just wasn't developed in that area to be able to actually process them. Either way, if you've got some big ass trauma on your background or enough that you're a little bit worried or you think there might be something there, make sure you go to a trauma-informed coach. Ask them that. Any coach who gets offended by these questions, run, run. They should welcome the questions. They should welcome, they should open up to you and tell you whatever you're asking. You're about to pay them money to hold your heart. So ask them, do they seem uncomfortable when you ask about money? Run. Do they seem uncomfortable or irritated or triggered at all by your questions? Run. No, thank you. Done. Next. Do they welcome them and do they look you right in the eye and say, I'm so glad you're asking that? Do they ask you good questions when you're interviewing them? How do you feel when you're talking to them? Like just tap into yourself. Do you feel safe? Healing happens when safety is present. So do you feel safe with this person? If there's anything in you that's telling you something's off, it's not a good fit. I would recommend when you hire a coach, having a minimum of a six-month container. Six months, yes. You can't get much done before that. It takes like a month just to start building rapport and trust. And you're going to have to spend some money. Most of them have payment plans. I have so many coaches I can refer you to. One, recent graduates from Elementum. In fact, you could even try them out. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. But those of us who just graduated, if we want to, I'm one of the few, if not the only, who wasn't already an established coach. So these people are really good. And you can access them for really, really low fees because they're still being supervised by the Elementum Master Coaches. And you can sort of test them out and try out different coaches. I have other coaches that I I know who are more established and they're out on their own and they're going to be much more expensive, but they're worth every penny. It's not crazy for someone to say it's $25,000 for six months. That's not crazy. It sounds like so much to so many people. That's actually a very, very fair price for a six-month container. Very fair price. I mean, when I start, mine's going to be more than that. Usually in a container like that, you're going to be on Zoom with them once or twice a month, probably twice a month, and then have access to them through some sort of communication app like Telegram or Marco Polo or something like that. If you're looking for more of a business coach, ask them questions more about what business have you built? 
if someone's going to tell me how to build a business, how big is your business? How much money are you making? I was just talking to one that I was sort of almost interviewing kind of in conversation in the DM and Instagram. And I came right out and asked her, how much revenue has your business generated in the last year? How much do you expect to generate by the end of this year? And how much profit have you made? How much are you making? She answered immediately. And I was like, oh, I like her. Immediately. If they hesitate and it's about business, oh my gosh, canceled. If they're a relationship coach, how are your relationships, Mary? Hey, Judy, tell me about your love life. I mean, you can say this with so much love and respect, but shit, they're going to be a relationship coach. Ask them, how is your relationship? My husband and I have the most amazing relationship coaches. It's a husband and wife, Stefanos Sifandos and Christine Hassler. And we knew before going into this what the relationship was like. We knew about their history. They told us everything. Were they divorced before? Were they not? Why? You know, they're both just so open with all of that. That's when you know you've got a really good coach. The other thing I want to say about therapists versus coaches and great coaches versus mediocre or amateur or poser coaches is that there's no God complex. In fact, they'll be very human with you. They won't bring their shit and put it in your lap. They won't make it about them, but they'll be very real with you and say things like, you know, I got to be honest with you, Jill. I mean, this is something that I've worked on with myself or that I have struggled with for years and I still have a little room to grow there. Like they'll say things like that. And that's so, it's just so honorable and honest, but it also builds so much trust with the client And it also, in my opinion, as a client, it reminds me that they're no better than me. They're just further along in their journey. So remember, one of the big differences between getting a coach and a therapist is the coach doesn't feel that they need to fix you. They don't believe there's anything wrong with you. They're not going to diagnose you with anything. They're not going to just sit and listen and take notes. They believe that you are whole and healed. You just need to remember who that person is. They believe that it's an excavation, an unveiling, a peeling back. So in my experience over the last six months, I came into this, really, it's interesting. I was invited to apply. Everyone has to apply. And I was invited to apply by my coach, Stefano Stefandos, one of the creators of Elementum Coaching Institute. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not a coach. And he's like, okay. And I told this story before, but the quick version recap is that something just come, kept nudging me and whispering to me that I should look into it. And I kept ignoring it and kept ignoring it and kept ignoring it like I tend to do sometimes. Remember, ignore your brain, follow your soul, your heart, and your gut. And I started getting signs that were pretty, I mean, they were undeniable. And one of the signs was when I was in acupuncture. And I was in this state that they call being AccuStone. <laughs> and just this, oh, just so much joy. And I can't think of the word. It's just such a pleasant place. And it, with my eyes closed, I saw some sort of like a emblem or I didn't know what it was, it looked like a sun kind of, almost like a sun star. And I saw a bird and some other things. And a couple of days later, someone told me I should look at Elementum. And I went to the website and that was the logo. I know, woo woo, but that's really how I got into it. And I had a story the entire time. I'm not a coach, 
I'm not a coach. I'm not a coach because I was insecure. I was surrounded by coaches who have thriving practices and they were in this program to focus on somatics, which is the body. They wanted to learn more about that and not just focus on mindset, et cetera. And they wanted to be trained by the best in the world. And I made sure that everybody knew that I wasn't a coach. And I realized now that it was really just me avoiding looking bad. It allowed me to hide. And it was my story. It's almost like, you know, you're at a new job and you want to wear the I'm new here button for a year. (laughs) It's like, I didn't need to keep reminding everybody that I wasn't a coach, but I was so afraid I was looking bad that I would keep telling everybody that because we had actual live coaching immersions. I mean, we were coaching people. We were being coached every single week for six months. And I learned so much about the human experience and so much about myself and about psychology, the chemistry of the brain, how we respond to experiences and trauma, how trauma gets stuck in our in our bodies, how it can be properly released and why it should be. I learned about, we went into sexuality, we went into money, we went into, you know, parts work. And I mean, <laughs> so much in six months. It's crazy. I can't even list right now off the top of my head more than maybe five of the modules. And we had one every week for six months. I don't say that to impress you. I'm saying that I was in something deep. It wasn't just, oh, this is really interesting. I want to learn this in my head. I tried that. But then I had to process it myself and we had to integrate it and we had to practice in our coaching. And so this episode that you're hearing right now comes from a place of clarity it comes from a place of, I've really been through it. And, and if you're a coach and you're listening, you might be like, girl, please, please, six months in a course, I've been coaching for years. I get it. I get it. For me, the six months was such an immersion and so intense that I personally feel like it was probably equivalent to years. The Elementum Coaching Institute is like nothing anyone has ever seen before. They are changing the coaching world changing the coaching world. So remember, go to that website. And they're not asking me to say this or do this, guys. I'm doing this because I recommend it so highly, so highly. And it's not for the faint of heart. This is going to be challenging. You're going to be spending hours and hours and hours and hours and hours every week. You will be in class four hours a week in a trio coaching session, two hours a week. And then there's homework due every week. There's a lot. So do this if you're really, 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 really ready to take yourself on majorly, or if you want to be a coach, but you want to be a damn good one, or if you're already a coach and you want to be an even better coach trained by the best in the world, I recommend it. So if you're a therapist, just know that I know there's a place for therapy. I've had therapy for years and talk therapy can be very helpful. It just isn't enough. It isn't. It's not enough. And more people, my God, like I could cry right now, like thinking of all of the kids and the teenagers that are in therapy and they have never been taught to just connect with their own body. They've never been taught about their window of tolerance and edging and how to feel those big feelings and then process them. Can you imagine if all those young people had trauma-informed coaches rather than therapists? It would change the world. And that's why I'm so proud to be a graduate of Elementum. They truly are changing the world. I was in the inaugural class. There's an opportunity now to apply if you want to apply now for 
it's now going to be nine months. All right. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope it also, even if you don't ever have a coach, I hope it helps you understand the coaching world. And I hope it gives you something to sort of stand on or hang on to when you are looking and navigating through the coaching world, perhaps to look at one for yourself or for a friend, or you're just sort of watching from the sidelines. I hope it provided some sort of clarity and um, some education around it. And if you have a friend who is wanting to get out of a loop and the patterns that she keeps repeating in her life. And she doesn't know why she keeps dating the same guy or marrying the same guy. She doesn't know why she keeps experiencing this or she can't, no matter what she does, she can't lose weight. No matter what, somehow she can't make money. The money always slips away from her. Help her find a coach. Share this episode with her. And I have a few that I have listed in the show notes that I recommend and do discovery calls with all of them until you find the one that's the right fit, okay? All right, have the most beautiful day. Thank you for listening.